Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. What's going on? Thursday, March 15th. It is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, before three things, uh, I just want to say I had a hell of a time uh, yesterday at Saddlebrook, out of all places. I mean, uh, and listen, this is great because the people at Saddlebrook have been up for about two and a half hours now. No, but it was, it was fantastic. Over, it looked like over 500 people showed up, which is uh, crazy to me. It's, uh, it's insane. And uh, one of the one of the most common things that they did was surround my wife and say uh, well, two questions: why and how. So uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, they are some smart cookies up there. Plus, get this: they're, they're the Saddlebrook Republican Club. They have a bar inside the room where they have these meetings with a bartender. Does it get any better than that? And then apparently, some they're going to show up. Um, they're going to show up to happy hour. Uh, which is the Beer Club for Men meeting tonight at Mr. On's. Some of them are going to do that. It's going to be a big meeting. It's going to be huge. And by the way, you go there. I'm going to I'm going to talk to as many people as I can. I love it. I talk to everybody. Uh, it, it, what do we do? It, you talk to other people. Everybody there is like minded, uh, and you just sit back. Trust me. Everybody that's sitting next to you, around you, every, they're all part of the gang at Mr. On's tonight. And that's five to seven tonight. And you know what's perfect is that uh, that's the dessert hour for the people of Saddlebrook. And then they go home and go to sleep. No, I, so do I, though. I, I, come on. They, they were loving the jokes. There was a judge there. A judge. Nice lady. And uh, she, was making, she was talking to people before I did. And she, she said uh, uh, my joke that I made about Saddlebrook that, uh, you know, it's a good thing I'm talking at 4 o'clock because it's after they ate dinner. So they'll be full and happy. They're not going to be, like, hangry and stuff. So anyway. Uh, she was. She even told me she's like she listens on the way into her work, and then she, when she's in her chambers between hearing uh, cases, she listens. And I'm like those poor guys or girls that have to get sentenced after she hears some of the things that I talk about. I'm angry. I'm laughing. Who knows? Anyway, uh, there are. Three, I'm innocent. <laughs> I'm, I'm something. There are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, locally, there were some walkouts. It looks like only Morana. I have not seen anything about Morana, if Morana allowed or didn't allow, but apparently not many people walked out of Morana schools, but pretty much everybody else. Don't know about Sunnyside. Um, but there were walkouts to the Amphi High. There was a story about CDO, uh, Tucson High, Choya, you name it. They were, they were all out there. Foothills, oh, they're all outside. They don't even know what the hell they're doing. Nobody even knows why this happened. They think they know and they don't even know. And get this, um, the Pima County Superintendent of Schools was high-fiving kids as they were leaving class to go protest. He's high, yeah, get out of class. Yeah, yeah, you go do this. Yeah, get out of class. All right, yeah, yeah. I mean, really? That's what this is about? Really? You're going to high? Wow. Pima County Superintendent of Schools doing that. We'll talk more about that a little bit. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the group that actually organized this entire national walkout, it wasn't kids. It wasn't students. It was the same people that organized the Vagina March, the Women's March. 
Same ones. It's on the website. Same freaking people. There's news stories about it. This is not a... The students are just so articulate and they're so great and they're handing out press packets. And Where do you think they got them from? This is so damn fake. This is so set up. It's astroturf, as Nancy Pelosi would say. I'll get to that as well. Third thing I think you need to know is that the Trumpster is talking about phase two of tax cuts. Phase two. Oh, what does that mean? More tax cuts for individuals, more tax cuts for investments. Ooh. Three things I think you need to know. And then before we get to all that, and, and so, I mean, you should hear what some of these, I'll be nice, ignorant students were saying, and of course the dumb media that were letting them get away with it and encouraging it, actually. They were encouraging it. That's what they were doing. They were encouraging this. Um, before we get to that, there was a Senate hearing on school safety and stuff like that. And Kamala Harris, no, no, do the, do the, do the first one from yesterday you put in. Kamala Harris, um, she, holy smokes. Yes, that's the one. She was uh, in the hearing as a senator, a wacko from California. This is who, by the way, one of the people the uh, Democrats think will take down Trump in 2020, which is hilarious. So she is speaking to uh, an FBI head honcho. By the way, same, same, same head honcho that admitted they screwed the pooch down in Florida. Didn't do what they were supposed to do. David Bowditch is his name. Anyway, we'll hear from him in a second. But Kamala Harris says she's apprehensive about teachers carrying guns in school because she thinks white teachers are implicitly racist, biased, and they will just simply just shoot black students. I swear. Listen to this. Here we go. I also have a concern when we talk about this, of the impact of, ha- of having armed teachers as it relates to African-American and Hispanic students. And here's why I say that. There is an overwhelming body of evidence that shows that harsh disciplinary protocols disproportionately impact children of color. We know that in the studies that talk about uh, what the rates are in terms of suspensions and expulsions from school. The FBI has done an extraordinary job, I think, of recognizing implicit bias among Mm. all professions, including law enforcement. And I would suggest that it applies to all professions. Do you have any concern about a policy that would result in arming teachers and the concern that we should make sure that if something like that were to occur, that there would be training around implicit bias. Wow. You know, black kids get into trouble at higher rates. So based on that, uh, whether it's fraudulent or not, um, I think that uh, black kids are going to get shot more if teachers have guns. Holy freaking smoke. Are you kidding me? That's up there with Hillary saying uh, Trump supporters don't want black people to have rights. Do you know what implicit bias is? That's when you're racist and apparently you don't even realize you're racist. This is one of these terms just like everything else. Um, It's an attitude you have. Maybe a stereotype of certain groups of people, right? Uh, And it's an unconscious. You don't even realize. You don't realize that you're going to cross the street when a minority is walking your way. You don't even realize that, that if a minority is around you, you're going to act like you're a little bit nervous. Oh, yeah, you're, uh, what? What? And then, you got to love this, the FBI guy, 
whose own organization has screwed the pooch with the Florida situation. Two things in Florida. Yesterday I told you about that uh, 17-year-old who the FBI was watching for over a year. Converted to Islam and uh, stabbed a 13-year-old to death, cut his throat. Stabbed another 13-year-old, tried to kill him, and tried to kill the 13-year-old's mom by stabbing him. They didn't act on him either. David Bowditch, number three, uh, talks about this. Listen, here we go. Uh, The implicit bias training that we in the FBI administered, I believe was two years ago, uh, is actually very important for the for the organization as a whole, both internally, but also from the optics of the external as well. Wow. So, uh, very listen, it's good to know that the FBI was trained to not be racist when they didn't even know they're not racist, but they were told you're racist even though you don't even think you're racist. Uh, make sure you get training on that. But when it comes to doing your freaking job, like when you get a tip that some guy named Nicholas Cruz wants to be a school shooter, and he went by the name on YouTube of Nicholas Cruz, and he didn't try to find him, and then somebody called you again, a few months later from Florida said this Nicholas Cruz guy is a ticking time bomb and you don't do it. But I'm glad that you're totally up on the whole implicit implicit bias training. Makes you want to just go nuts, doesn't it? And it's just so insane. This is what we have. And I'm telling you, one of the things I talked about yesterday when I was at Saddlebrook um, was that you shouldn't believe the media. I know I'm the media, but I'm different than what you see on TV. And the newspaper. You do realize that, right? I, ho- I, know, I know you do. So I'm a little bit different in that aspect. Now, we know what is truthful and not truthful. And we saw for two years during the campaign, they tell you Trump has no chance and he won. Everything they told you was be what they wanted you to believe, not, was actual, not what was actually happening. So don't believe any of this stuff. Uh, don't believe these, mar- they, they're trying to do it again with the media. They're trying to build a narrative about the march, right? That protest, the walkout, the national walkout, thousands of students, all this stuff. The media is trying to build it up again as if everybody cares and everybody believes in it. And the truth is, they don't. They don't. Do you know why the protest happened, what it was supposed to be? It was a month after the shootings, March 14th. It was supposed to be a 17-minute walkout to honor every victim. One minute for every, you know, right? That's what it's supposed to be. Honoring the victims. Yet, it turned into a giant gun control protest. They didn't even know what it was. Even here locally, they didn't know. Again, you have that dopey superintendent. I'm sorry, he is dopey. I mean, what what kind of a maniac is this guy? That he's high-fiving kids on the way out, imploring, go, yes, and he said, desperate times call for desperate measures. All about it. So it's not about actually, it's what he said. We're He's in desperate quoted in the local paper. Oh, of course, he, yeah, there's, there's, there's so many shootings, isn't there? Um, the in things Chicago. that were done, well, yeah, exactly. Come on. Exactly. Um, what was it? Was it, again, to honor the victims or to say we want changes to gun laws we want more gun control that's it it can't be both we were told it was to honor victims that's why it was 17 minutes pima county the local paper right here pima county superintendent dustin williams high five students as they marched out high fived students as they marched out quote drastic times call for drastic measures williams said adding the increase in national conversation about arming teachers to protect students is quote very deeply concerning 
Well, Dustin, how are you going to protect these kids? You know what's funny? Well, I want you to hear what sound about that. It was said a couple of times because they, they, they're trying to brain. They, I guarantee you it's going to come out that they fed lines. They fed talking points to the students. I guarantee you. There are some wacko parents that believe this, too. They get their kids involved. They go to the website. It's the Vagina March organizers that organize this. It's all about people just starting trouble, trying to, trying to gain power. It's all it is. I want you to hear uh, number 11. This is Rahima Ellis of MSNBC talking to a student. And this is very interesting. Just listen to what he says about feeling safe. Here we go. I asked this young man um, what his thoughts were about even going back into the school. And what did you say? Um, like, I didn't feel, like, safe. Like, whenever I get out of school, I feel safer than I am in school. Now, why do you feel safer out of school than in school? Is it because it's a gun-free zone? I mean, the kid doesn't even realize that. He was told to say this stuff. If you're safer out of the school, I'm sorry. Um, obviously, you don't need gun control then. Because, I mean, if you, if you feel safe all over, that's one thing. If you don't feel safe anywhere, that's another thing, right? If you don't feel safe in school or outside because you're afraid of guns, they should all be taken away or whatever new laws. That's one thing. But to say you feel safer out of school versus in school, then maybe, well, what's outside? Outside is not a gun-free zone. Outside, depending on where you are, you could conceal carry, you can open carry. You can protect yourself. Of course, the kid doesn't realize what he's saying. He was told to say this. So if you feel safer outside, why don't you make the outside just like the inside, which is not a gun-free zone? They're telling kids to say this stuff. I mean, what's going to make you feel safer? Taking the guns away? Why do you feel safe outside of school? It's a freaking talking point. It's a bunch of crap. We all see right through it, don't we? You keep missing the key word here. What? Feel safe. Not actually be safe. Yeah. What would make the, what would make it, the school yes. safer? What would actually, yes. And that's a, it's a great point. because the, Not feel safe. The, 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 here's the thing. There was not anything, anything brought up in specificity. We want more background checks. We want, that's what it was supposed to be about the, 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 the victims. We want background checks. We want to ban this. We want to do most about the students, but there was never actually something, and you'll hear it, especially from some girl on, uh, at CDO who talked to KVOA. There was never something that was actually specific. It was, we got to do something, and we're the next generation, and we can vote, and we can do, excuse me? Yeah, a bunch of bullies. Yeah. We, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. Blah, 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 blah. It's just completely, uh, it, it, was a, it was a total setup and a sham, and the media tried to shove it down your throat as if everybody was caring about it. And I'm just telling you, they weren't. I'm just telling you. Trump won for a reason. They tried to tell you he wasn't. Don't believe the hype. They're trying to push the narrative down your throat to make you think that everyone cares about that. You better get on board. Um, you want to know the hypocrisy of this? There were some uh, politicians taking part in this yesterday. And guess what the politicians had? I'll tell you about that. Uh, a Trump supporter, a Trump supporting student was assaulted. We'll get to all that. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. talk. I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him. That's what I'll do. I'll talk to him. Hello. Hi. Yes. 632. Start talking. I, that's what I do. <laughs> Pretend you're at Saddlebrook again and talk I, to him. I didn't stop talking. <laughs> Great people. Again, Beer Club for Men meeting tonight, 5 to 7. We have a lot to talk about. 57 out now. Thank you. 69 today. We could see a slight chance of a sprinkle through the mid-morning. Again, yesterday, showers are coming. 
I covered up everything. I banged down go. the hatches. So when they tell you global war, the world will heat up by two degrees by the year 2100. Give me a break. They can't even get the, the, the forecast correct. What's going to happen here a day before? So and it's not their fault. It's just impossible. Mother Nature does what she wants. You can't control her because she's a woman. Um, it's not bad. It's not bad. So really quick. Uh, Are you sure? They, they had die-ins. Do you know what a die-in is? A die-in protest? That is when you have uh, people like lay on the floor, pretend they're dead. Okay? Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York did a die-in. Uh, he was, yes, I support you students. We need to have gun change. Blah, blah, blah. We need things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know uh, what was near him as he was doing the die-in? His armed security detail. Armed security detail. Oh, yeah. You can't have guns in your schools, but I need a guy and a few guys with guns near me because I'm more important than you. I'm the governor. Oh, yeah. My life's more important than yours. And then you have Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders was part of the uh, this awesome talk. I mean, I, I mean, why, you know, anything that Bernie Sanders believes in, you know, is wrong because the guy is out of his mind. But Bernie Sanders went out to uh, a protest in D.C. Yes, we need the changes. You have this. You shall be safe. Blah, blah. You know who escorted him to the protest? Capitol Hill police officers armed with weapons. Funny how that works, isn't it? Funny? Funny haha. Oh, yeah, it is. Funny haha. I want more sound bites coming up because these students said some really dumb things. Really dumb things. Uh, and also, I want to get to you some stories about uh, Trump supporting students tried to walk out and they got assaulted. And parents are upset. Lawsuits, it's all happening. Don't go anywhere. 634 on KNST. Here's the latest from Fox. Tom. Hey, it's a good thing you're here. He has a lot to tell you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yeah, 642. Thank you for hanging out on this Thursday. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, a lot of local walkouts. Ryan told me that in, in his uh, son's class in Marana, only one student walked out. Yep. She uh, she got there early, took the test, and left. What an excuse. Yeah. All right. Uh, but Tucson schools had a bunch of walkouts. Amphi, uh, Catalina Foothills. I'm not sure about Sunnyside, but they walked out. And as a matter of fact, the Pima County Superintendent of Schools, Dustin Williams, was high-fiving people. High-fiving students as they were leaving. Oh, it's just so great. So, yes, just desperate times call for desperate measures. Really? He's, uh, it's frightening that he says that people want to arm teachers. Keep it a gun-free zone, bro. It's going to work out well. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, if you're not aware of it, the entire purpose of the walkout was not to honor the victims, even though they said the 17 minutes thing. It's even on the website. Literally, it's on the website of the event, the event organizers. And it was organized by the people that did the Women's March. How do I know this? Because on the top of the page, it says Women's March. And then below it, it says, Enough National School Walkout, March 14th. And it has nothing to do about honoring people. It's all about, we need action. And they want gun control. Third thing, I think you need to know, President Trump once again talks about phase two. Phase two of tax cuts. What does that mean? Ooh, we'll find out more tax cuts. Three things I think you need to know. Um, now, there was a story out of Minnesota. 
Fairness, huh? Uh, a student that was carrying a Trump flag was assaulted. Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of stuff. Is that, is that one that was over there, too? Wait, what is that one? There's more stuff. Oh, that was the Minnesota. Uh, there's a tweet by a guy that I believe is, uh, does stuff for Daily Signal. Ryan Saavedra. Yeah, Daily Wire. Daily Wire. I'm sorry. Daily Wire. Okay, so what does it say? Move, move here. Uh, during the national school walkout, a student at New Prague High School in Minnesota held a sign that said, guns don't kill people, people kill people. A student at the school said he was escorted off the property by our principal and threatened to be put into a police car. Not pushing a narrative. Holy smokes. Here's another one from Minnesota. This is from uh, the CBS station in Minneapolis. Um, no arrests. Minneapolis police say no arrests have been made after a student carrying a flag with the word Trump on it was assaulted outside of Southwest High School. Isn't assault illegal? Isn't it against the law? Hey, they should have a law that says, uh, you know, we because people follow laws, we should ban assault by having a law saying you can get arrested. And then they will never assault people, right? Mm-hmm. So a student had a flag that said Trump was assaulted. Nobody arrested. The altercation happened while students were outside of the building during the national school walkout day. I mean, talk about censoring. Talk about silencing, making people live in fear. They can't express their own opinion about things. They talk about ouch oops, right, from that U of A dope, Jesus Trevino, the guy that that came up with that theory. Uh, As students were observing a moment of silence, two students confronted the flag-bearing student that had the Trump flag across the street from campus. Six other students joined in the confrontation, taking away his flag, damaging his camera, inflicting minor injuries. Police say a school resource officer intervened and is investigating the attack. No arrests! No arrests. What? What? And I'm looking at this story from this uh, CBS station. It's a, there was a school walkout in an elementary school in Minnesota, in St. Paul. Horace Mann Elementary? They had a walkout there? What? What? Holy, at an elementary school? I hope they made them line up first. This is insane. You know what? Throw me up over there real quick. Let me, let me play what, uh, what, what goes on over there. Let, let's just see. Let's have fun. Corey High, where a school shooting survivor... Oh, they, they, did the, they didn't go to the details of the actual... Okay, because what kid... Elementary school? Really? And they went to the high school. That's all we need there. So we have that. Um, I've been told by a parent, does any, do you have a kid or you know anybody that goes to um, base? I got, I got a message right here from someone I know. This person says, my kids go to basis north. And this person writes me, my daughter told me they had two state representatives come to the school for the 17 minutes of silence. It turned into two hours of anti-gun NRA protests at basis north. Kids marched around with uh, around the school with their signs, and they even had a Trump pinata. Were they bashing the Trump pinata? That's what I want to know. We'll find out. That's a basis north, and this is incredible stuff. Now, uh. Let's play, uh, you want to know what these, again, it's, it's all a farce. 
It's all based on um, emotion. It's all based on power, actually. They're doing this to try to sway people to give in so they can get what they want. These are, these are the adults, not the kids, the adults. This was organized, again, by the Women's March organizers. It's all the same people. They don't just stick to one movement. They just want to get rid of all Republicans and conservatives and you name it. It's all this is about. So let's play. This is a student uh, who was, uh, I mean, being brainwashed, told to talk. Drew Myers on CNN with Allison Camerata. Let's play number seven first. What was the walkout about? Remember, it was supposed to be 17 minutes, one minute for every student. Shouldn't it be just 17 minutes, then you go back inside? Moment of silence, go back. Wasn't that way. Listen to what this uh, student says the walkout was about. Here we go. We wanted lawmakers, at least in terms of demands, to ban assault weapons, repeal the Dickey Amendment so the CDC can research gun violence. Um, we wanted increased background checks because we truly think that a lot of the laws that are on the books right now are absurd. And what we're asking for isn't a lot. It's common sense at this point. Um, and we know that. And why don't our politicians know that? And the other point of the message was to, you know, to get people out to vote. Protesting is awesome, and it's really uh, great that so many students can come out. But you can't really affect change in the way that you want to once you go to the ballot box in November, this midterm election. And we also wanted to highlight you know, gun violence in general and how it affects minorities um, more so than it does um, other people. You know, I don't personally have been affected by gun violence myself, but other people have been, and I wanted to speak up for them and all the people. And I do go to, to a school, and all my students do. And, you know, who's to say that that couldn't have been our school as well? You notice they all say the same thing. It's called being coached. Again, the, there's a website, and I'm looking at it right now. It's actionnetwork.org. It says Women's March, but then it says they did something also, the, uh, the National School Walkout. And what did he want? It's about gun control. It's about changing the gun laws. I thought it was about the students, that, the victims, the student, the teacher, the security guard. Right, that were that were killed. Want to re- register to vote? Minority violence. Hey, dude, uh, why are you not speaking up about everybody getting killed in Chicago? The black on black violence there. You don't talk about that until a whole bunch of uh, students are killed down in Florida. Minority violence now. Okay, and by the way, it is this. This is. I'll give you one more real quick. One more. Uh, where is the uh, where's the one kid? What is his name? Michael Solomon. Nine. Listen, this it was not about victims or anything like that. This is a student, Michael Solomon, at a protest. Here we go. We, the students of the United States, have a message for all of you in Congress. If you don't give us stricter background checks, heavier restrictions on AR-15 style weapons, and easier access to mental health institutions and resources. You will pay dearly at the ballot box. So again, what about the victims? I thought it was about the victims. It's not about the victims. You will pay dearly. One more. Jimmy Kimmel got this is all coordinated effort. Again, the vagina marchers organized this. The women's march. They organized it all. I'll put the you know what? I'll put the website on my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio, so you can see it for yourself. This is all a farce. Jimmy Kimmel got involved. Number eight, here we go. of peaceful protest here in the United States this morning. Thousands of students took part in the national school walkout on the one-month anniversary of the shooting in Parkland, Florida. Students from 
all over the country walked out of school in March to call for tougher laws that would ban the sale of assault weapons and require universal background checks. And I'm proud of these kids. I have to say, mm. at that age, all my accomplishments were wiffle ball related. They really... <laughs> I love that they're keeping up with that, and I hope those students realize that in a lot of states you can register to vote before you turn 18. You can there go you to vote.gov to do that. And it put a kind of graphic up. Really scares them. They love their offices and guys. Yes, it's all about the victims. Get out there and vote these people out. We need the power. Power, 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 power. Again, nobody also brought up the fact that it has nothing to do with guns. The FBI had this guy. They ignored two different calls. That said, this guy's a ticking time bomb, and his name is Nicholas Cruz. Go get him. Broward County Sheriff's Department visited his home over, was it 43 times? 43 times. They knew he was nuts. What is any gun control going to do from the FBI and, and the Broward County Sheriff's Department not doing their job? You know, those two facts, people still aren't fully aware of those facts. I know. I was talking to my neighbor about that yep. yesterday. Because the media doesn't want to let people know that, but instead they want to broadcast these students that were given talking points by the Vagina March organizers. That's it. That's it. 6.53. We'll continue. 7.10 this morning. We'll talk about the Pima County Superintendent of Schools high-fiving the students as they walked out of class to go protest. Way to put an emphasis on education. Can you read, write? Can you get a job? Can you do anything? Uh, hell no. We have a, we have a, a massive uh, amount of job openings here in the greater Tucson area uh, for people that can work with their hands. And we are told by employers, they call all the time, they can't read. They can't read a tape measure. They can't do this. They can't do that. It's unbelievable. We'll get to that, and you'll hear what these students had to say at Tucson High and at um, CDO as well. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to Come on, 706. Not that bad, is it? <laughs> well, <clears throat> it's I mean, your morning ritual. At least I admitted to it. Yes, you did. There you go. With me, Gary Lewis on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, walkouts across the country. Locally first, though. First, locally. Walkouts, all the Tucson schools, Amphi schools. I'm not really sure. Marana had a couple of stragglers. I don't know if they uh, approved it or not. I don't know about Sunnyside. Foot, Catalina Foothills, they had walkouts, and the Pima County Superintendent of Schools was high-fiving students that walked out of class to protest. Oh, yeah. he And he is freaked out about the possibility of teachers being armed. You know what? We should try to get that guy on. Find out what exactly he's doing, what he wants, because they never actually have a solution. It's always something needs to be done. Something. And we'll get to that because we're going to play some highlights of the uh, CDO students and the Tucson High students, what they said coming up in just a minute. Second thing I think you need to know, the national walkout, by the way, the whole, the whole thing, local national, you know who's organized by? The Women's March organizers, the Vagina Marchers. Yeah. And I'll put that up on my, I, I, I will, I'll put it up on my Facebook page. It's from actionnetwork.org, and the big thing on top is Women's March. But below it, it says, enough, national school walkout. And it says here, Women's March Youth Empower is calling for students, teachers, all this stuff. And wasn't it supposed to be 17 minutes? They're calling for a walkout for 17 minutes. Wasn't it supposed to be for the 17 victims? 
Nothing around, nothing in this says anything about the victims. It says, Students and allies are organizing the national school walkout to demand Congress pass legislation to keep us safe from gun violence at our schools, our streets, our homes, and places of worship. Keep gun violence? Keep us safe from gun violence in our homes? Excuse me? So they, they do all this. I mean, it had nothing to do with the actual students, the victims, the security guy, uh, who is also a teacher and football, co- or a football coach as well. Nothing about victims. It's, it was a giant, giant scam. These students didn't organize this. We know this. Right? Uh, third thing that I think you need to know, President Trump hinting at tax cut phase two. Tax cut phase two. Oh, and this is just coming across Republicans challenging the Democratic victory by, what, a few hundred votes in Pennsylvania. They're pushing for a recount, claiming there were irregularities in the voting process. Oh, oh, what? Yep, watch out. Yeah, they said there were some shenanigans going on at particular polling places. Uh, and they've been there have been shenanigans there in the past. So there you go. Three things, even a, a little bonus for you that I think you need to know. So if you're just tuning in, let me just read to you again what we said. This is this is like in the bottom of the story, middle. I mean, this is a big deal. I think at least. You tell me. Isn't it a big deal when the Pima County Superintendent of Schools is celebrating these students that marched out of class? Right? Yeah, Dustin, we have, we'll call that guy, email that guy, do that. If he's listening, Dustin, why don't you call in and talk about why you did this? What's the, what's the, what's the number again? Oh, 880-5678. 880 KNSD. I so, knew that. You did. Oh, thank you. Um, I know you. Thank you. It says here in the local paper, Pima County School Superintendent Dustin Williams high-fived students as they marched out. Drastic times call for drastic measures, Williams said. Adding that the increased national conversation about arming teachers to protect students is, quote, very deeply concerning. And I'm sure, you know, they don't have anybody that was against what the students did in this story from the local paper. Parents joined in the march, they said. Cars honked in support. One bystander screamed, I'm so proud of you guys. You give me hope for the future. Okay. At a school assembly inside Tucson High, the um, Tucson super, uh, Superintendent Tru- Trujillo told students after Columbine, his generation swore they'd never let a school shooting like that happen again, but they failed to live up to the promises. Okay, then what are you going to do? How would you stop it, Trujillo? Trujillo, how would you stop it? I would love to know how you would stop it. I mean, you had almost 20, 20 years after Columbine. What have you done? He said, quote, we were going to march, we were going to vote, we were going to do this, do that, we're going to do all these things in the world necessary to end gun violence in the schools. It's over a generation later, nothing has changed, so my generation now needs to pass the baton on to you and learn from you. You want, uh, Kit, really? What a, what a thing to say, huh? What a thing to say by the Tucson superintendent of schools, Gabriel Chuhilo. Wow. If you admit failure, go do something else. You can't keep students safe. Go do something else. Says here in the local paper, at Choya High School, students held photographs of the 17 victims. All right, fine. They read each name and short bios about each victim, locked arms in solidarity. At Catalina High School, they put 17 empty desks in a circle around the school's flagpole. One for each victim. Okay, at least that was about the victims still. At Canyon Del Oro, 
CDO, they stood silently for 18 minutes. One extra minute for Christina Taylor Green, who, of course, was killed by a crazy guy. Bought his gun legally. Um, Pima County College, his parents knew he was nuts. They did nothing about it. What could be done? Do you, I mean, what, where, what do you, I mean, I can't even imagine what it's like, by the way, if your parents and your kid's nuts, where do you go? What do you do? There's no asylums anymore. What do you do? Remember the ACLU said no more asylums. They're not nice. Democrats, they're not nice. It's unfair. What do you do? At Tucson Magnet High, they sang and then sat silently for 17 minutes and marched in the streets. Okay, that was just 17 minutes. Catalina Foothills High, they handed out thousands of red ribbons to remember the dead. You love this. Ready for this one? At University High in Tucson, students flooded Republican U.S. Martha McSally's office with phone calls demanding action on gun laws. So that's what they spent their time doing at University High. No indoctrination there. They're literally brainwashing the kids. Hey, kids, you know what we're going to do? Forget the whole walkout of stuff. You know what we're going to do? We're going to call Martha McSally's office. Why didn't they call Grijalva's office? Because he's on their side? Martha McSally's office. Hmm. Okay. So they had kids during school hours. Is this the best use of taxpayer dollars? Is this critical thinking that's being taught right here? Hell no. Hell no. Right? I mean, it, it's just, it's insane. You don't think they'd ever call a Democrat and demand, I, and I, I don't like to talk about it on the radio because there's no winning or losing, it's just, it is what it is. But imagine if you called a uh, Democrat's office, they had a Democrat's office, and demanded an end to funding Planned Parenthood. Would they let that happen at University High? Doubtful. Oh, that's a good point. Somebody called in and said, how ironic it is that students left a gun-free zone for a zone where firearms are permitted. That's a great point. You let me play that soundbite before we get to the uh, CDO and the Tucson High kids and University High. Let's play that one soundbite again. This is, this is, I mean, they're coached. They're being told what to do. You name it. Um, where the one by the, uh, the student didn't feel safe. Uh, Rahima Ellis, number 10. Wait, no, no, no. Oh, that's another one. That's a good one right there. Number 11, Rahima Ellis, MSNBC, talking to a high school student. Listen to this. Oh, no, 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 no. This, 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 no, not this one, not this one. We'll do that after. Uh, number uh, 11, number 11. I know, we have a glare coming through. We need blinds. Here we go. I asked this young man um, what his thoughts were about even going back into the school. And what did you say? Um, like, I didn't feel, like, safe. Like, whenever I get out of school, I feel safer than I am in school. Wow, so he's, he feels safer outside of a gun-free zone. He didn't even realize that he said that. I don't feel safe in there, where it's a gun-free zone. If the reporter had, you know, again, these are TV people, so it is what it is. But she'd be like, wait a second, that's a gun-free zone in there. That's the first thing that came to my mind. It's a gun-free zone. You don't feel safe inside a gun-free zone? Well, that's not what I meant. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Get your calls just a second. Just bear with me. Um, Let's play from KVOA. Let's do number one first. Uh, Tucson High protested. You'll hear the reporter say, it's not just me. She said that, again, full support of the administration to skip school and go protest. Here we go. 
Well, Angelique, I can tell you that hundreds of students demonstrated here at Tucson High School, and they did so with the full support of the school administration. It's not fair that I can't go to school without somebody threatening or saying that they're going to shoot up my school, and I don't think that's right. Pause it. School there are laws against that. If you threaten to shoot up a place, you will get arrested, I believe. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure you can't actually do that. So, okay. And it's a gun-free zone. They say the guns can't go in there. So what do you have to be afraid of? Listen, you can't have your school shot up. Guns aren't allowed. Uh, Tucson School Board member Rachel Sedgwick said the way to solve this is to tell the students uh, you can't bring guns in here. And that should work. She said it on these airwaves. Let's continue. The school then held a forum where everyone could express themselves. Students saying they no longer feel safe. Mm. At school, we've received multiple threats this year of gun shootings just here. So it's definitely stressful. And I know that me and many of my friends don't feel safe here on a daily basis. I don't want to have to text my mom or dad and have to say my school is getting shot up. I don't know if I'm going to make it out. Some students did decide to march outside school gates for 17 minutes in honor of the 17 victims, but security officials said the vast majority returned to school grounds when the demonstrations ended. Students telling us the day is not about getting out of class, but rather getting out a message. School shootings need to stop. You, you would think it's like there have been enough for it to stop, but unfortunately not. Pause it. I thought it was about the victims. 17 minutes, victims, no? Let's continue. And again, school administration was in full support of those on-campus demonstrations. The TUSD superintendent even showing up today here at Tucson High. Mm. Everyone just wanting to let these students have their voices heard. Mm. And just so you know, nothing is going to come of this. If anything happens, it's going to be negative. I believe actually that will. Nothing against guns will happen, okay? What you have is what's going to happen is people getting mad at this. More people getting mad than supporting it. Uh, really quick, let's play Canyon Del Oro. CDO, Amphi Schools up in Oro Valley. They had a walkout. You got to hear this. Uh, number two. Number two. You ready? Here we go. CDO students walked as one. Some brandished signs. Others simply showed up, expressing empathy and support for those impacted by the massacre in Parkland, Florida okay. one month ago. We lost lives in the Safeway parking lot seven years ago mm. and we immediately knew that it was up to us and our community to show that we stood with the victims in Parkland and to stand up for what we believe in. Tragedy mm. struck Tucson on January 8th, 2011 when a gunman took the lives of six, the youngest being Christina Taylor Green. Mm. Christina would have attended CDO as a sophomore this year. We know that Christina wanted to use her voice to change the world. She was interested in politics and I know that if she... The poor girl was nine when she was killed, right? She was interested in politics at age nine. Okay. And again, this is, and I'm not trying, I'm not ragging on Christine Taylor Green. I would never do that. I'm just pointing out again how fake and phony this is and contrived and thought of and how they have no credibility. No nine-year-old is interested in politics and you're trying to politicize this to get the emotional point across to win over people. Make them feel bad. That's what you're trying to do. Let's continue. 
she could have been here, she would have been proud of students for using their voices. Using their voices, advocating for nationwide change to end the surge of violence in and out of the classroom. I think that um, people acknowledge proactive change is needed so that um, we can stop it outside of the school rather than waiting for it to come in. Personally, I will be going home and I will continue to email lawmakers, talk to adults, I will register to vote as soon as I turn 18, and I know that I hope other students will do the same. Yes, she was killed by a mentally deranged person. She was killed by someone that was sick. He was uh, schizophrenic, bipolar. Okay, you heard voices, everything. Gun laws was not, they wouldn't, wouldn't stop that guy. He had no idea what was right and wrong. He just did what he did because he was sick in the head. So at CDO, they're trying to uh, get you to emotionally back them or back them using emotion, appealing to your emotion. And if you're, if you're like me, you disagree, they'll think I hate people. You hate kids. You have no empathy. You're a jerk. You have no feelings. I just don't fall for this stuff. 880-KNST, 880-5678. This is what happened locally. And again, the Pima County superintendent high-fiving students that were walking out of class. Homeschooling has never sounded better, no? Uh, We'll get your reaction coming up in 5. KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Hitting talk. 728. I'm going to be at Mr. On's tonight for the Beer Club for Men from 5 to 7. It's going to, I think it's going to be a pretty big crowd. I hope you can join us. Uh, get there the earlier, the better, I'd say. It, happy hour is 4 to 8, but I'll be there from 5 to 7. Uh, it's going to be just a great time. And again, when you get there, I'll talk to everybody I can. I always do. Uh, I do the best I possibly can. And then just don't be afraid to talk to everybody else around you. It's like I or try to organize it to be this big, giant fun time for people to talk about things and uh, and not worry about other people, you know, being jackholes. Let's put it that way. Uh, now, today, uh, we could have some sprinkles, a slight chance of sprinkles, cold front moving on through, highs into the uh, upper 60s today. That's what it's going to be, and that's it. All right, uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Now, um, I got some great comments on this. Travis, listening, I know he listens on the iHeartRadio app from Wisconsin. Thank you for that. Download the iHeartRadio app. It's easy. It's free. You don't see mass shootings at gun shows, courthouses, police stations, Congress, Capitol buildings, etc. Why? Because there are good guys with guns ready to stop evil. And evil wants easy pickings. End gun-free zones and protect our kids with guns. I agree. I agree. Uh, You want to hear something? Let's play another soundbite before I get to your calls. Uh, let's play number 10. This is what you had to deal with yesterday. Rahima Ellis, MSNBC reporter. Again, the media gave all these students as much airtime as they could, didn't challenge them. That would be mean and bad and everything else. Uh, listen to uh, what this student had to say. This is smart. This needs to be the last one. And even in the face of some people who say they don't want to give up their guns, they don't want change, what do you say to them? I think unless you can give me a real reason why you need it, you don't. You, you don't need it. Wow. You, you, unless you give me a reason for you to have that gun, you don't need it. She sounds just like her mom. <laughs> and her mother is voting for Trump. <laughs> you got that? Her mother is voting for Donald Trump. It's great. Oh, it's so good. I'm not trying to be mean, but seriously, girl. And then she's just a kid and she's being told what to say. And, you know, what if the reporter says... Well, people do have a Second Amendment right. They don't have to prove anything to you. This is what I'm talking about. You have all these students 
walking out of class. And this is a very teachable moment. This is critical thinking, and this is teaching actual history. All right, kids, you might think that guns are bad and people don't need it, and that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion. But these are the facts. The founders of the country gave people the right to bear arms. Do you know why? Let's talk about it. Do you know where it says it in the Constitution, the Bill of Rights? Here it is. Teach that. Instead, you have this Dustin Williams guy, the superintendent of schools of Pima County, so glad that his students are literally not learning. They're walking out of class. He's like, I'm so happy you're leaving the schools, even though I'm a superintendent of schools in Pima County. I think it's much better for you to get out of class. This is what we have to deal with. The problem is, as well, you don't have the person like you, 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 who would uh, teach these kids, who would say, stop, and let's think about this for a second. Mm -hmm. Instead of running off all emotional, which is easy to do now. It's very easy. Uh, there's nobody teaching the kids. Thank you. And the teacher should be mad. And honestly, yeah. you might be a good teacher, but then you should be mad at the dumb teachers, the lame teachers that are doing a total disservice, total disservice to this, this, uh, these students and not teaching them what is actually the facts. I mean, there's no arguing. There's no arguing the facts. These are the facts. And they don't even tell, they don't teach them these things. That's why this, these, these students think they know what they're talking about and they walk out and they sound like morons. And it's thanks to the teachers and to the, to this guy, Dustin Williams, the superintendent of schools at Pima County, and the uh, TUSD superintendent, uh, Gabriel Trujillo, who is another one. Another one. I mean, give me a break. It's, it's just ra- And parents, if you're mad and your kids go to TUSD schools, you better go to the school. You better go to the school board meeting and pipe up. Otherwise, you have no excuse. We'll continue. 732. We got more sound bites to play, more of your reaction. I will, I will get to you. Guess what students did? They're very peaceful, right? Guess what they did when they saw the Trump Hotel out in D.C.? I'll get that to you coming up. We'll continue in about uh, five. Here's the latest from Fox. We know you're thinking everything he's saying. Well, except for the crazy stuff that's flying out of his mouth. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, yes. Hello, 739. Three things I think you, you need to know. Number one. Local walkouts. All the school districts, it seems, I don't know about Sunnyside. I'm not sure about Marana. I know um, Ryan's son goes to Marana, and one girl got up out of class. That was it that he said, in his particular class. Uh, I didn't see of any notes. A lot of school districts sent home notes saying, we, we are, uh, we're not for this, but we'll let it happen, and blah, 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 but they have to stay here. Um, anyway, CDO, Tucson, Amphi Schools, uh, CDO was one that I saw. Uh, Tucson Schools, they walked out. Uh, Catalina Foothills walked out. And the Pima County Superintendent of Schools literally giving students high fives as they left class. High fives. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about learning something. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, the national protests, whether all of, even locally, you know what they were all organized by? And nobody's talking about it. All organized by the Women's March organizers. I have it on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Radio. I put a link up. Like and follow. I put a link up. But I did it on my Twitter too. A link up uh, showing that uh, it, it literally on the top of the, the website says Women's March, and below it, National Walkout, uh, School Walk, whatever. It's all there. They did it. They did it. And by the way, nothing ever mentioned that uh, this whole thing has nothing to do with guns. This Florida school shooting it has to do with the FBI and the local uh, sheriff's department screwing up. Third thing, I think you need to know. Trump is talking about. Tax cut part deux. Oh, yeah. 
another tax cut? Wow. How about that? There's a second part of this. What is it? We don't really know yet, but we will see. Three things I think you need to know. Again, beer, a beer club for men meeting tonight, five to seven, Mr. Ons. I'll be there. I hope you are there too. It's going to be a good time. Um, and let me just tell you, again, I was at Saddlebrook yesterday. Some, some, really quick, some funny things happened there. Some very funny things happened there. Um, there was a, uh, I talked to the Saddlebrook Republican Club. There was like over 500 people. It was a great time. Great people. Uh, I, I was asked about my arch supports, by the way. You wearing those things? Yes. Yes, I am. And there were other people wearing them as well, which was really cool. We'll get to that. Uh, but uh, somebody didn't, there, were, there was a uh, pastor did an invocation. And he worked it, you know what word he worked into it as he was praying? Stimulate. He's like, he was saying his thing and he goes, and hopefully we'll be stimulated by our special guest speaker. I'm like, holy smokes, this is awesome. And I, I don't think he realized what he did. I thought it was great. So I looked at the whole crowd of people there at Saddlebrook. And again, they're, you know, retirees or older people. And I said, some of you people are apparently uh, upset or offended or something like that about the word stimulate. I go, we're a radio station. You know, we talk about important things. We have fun. It's, it's a radio station, though. And, you know, and don't tell me that you're offended by the word stimulate when you are the group of people that keep Viagra and Cialis in business. And you know what their response was? What? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, they laughed. They laughed. It was funny. It was very, very, very funny. Like, oh, he's so right. It was very funny. It's like he knows me. Is it true? I, I didn't want to know that. But it, it was really good, though. It was, it was fantastic. So uh, we, it was a great time. It was, these are just highlights. That, <laughs> now I wish I would have went to that. Yet, uh, yet my wife is in the audience with our two sons, and she's just like, oh. Oh, not again. <laughs> so anyway, three things. I, did I do the three things? I yeah, think I did yeah, them. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm losing my mind. Me too. Losing my mind. Uh, um, Shaq. Shaq uh, weighed in on keeping school secure and guns and everything else. Um, Shaq said in a radio interview... He favors adding law enforcement officers to schools and inner cities instead of lawmakers moving to ban firearms. I did say I live in Fort Lauderdale. I knew the sheriff. I called him, said he did a wonderful job, which that's really stupid. But he said, you put officers in schools, in front of schools, you put them behind schools, you put them inside schools. We need to pass on pass information. I'd like to see police officers in schools, inner cities, private schools. Um, and he said... He doubted new bans on firearms would be effective. He said criminals are not going to suddenly go uh, turn in their guns. I mean, hello, common sense. He said it's not like if you say, okay, these weapons are banned, people are going to go, oh, man, let me turn it in. That's definitely not going to happen. Once you ban them, they're going to become a collector's item, and you're going to have people underground, and they were two grand. Now I'll give you nine grand for that gun. So, you know, we need to keep our eyes open. Good for Shaq. I, I wonder if he was still in the NBA if he would say that. It doesn't matter. That's why I'm saying, listen, don't listen to the celebrities, the media. They're trying to make you believe something. It's not, it's not all true. No, 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 no. Not in it. Not, no, no chance. No chance. But the media tried. Again, I, I can't tell you enough. And I have, let's get ready to play number 12, if you don't mind, Ryan. Um, 
This was again organized by the Vagina March organizers, the Women's March. It's on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. It's on my Twitter page, at Garrett Lewis. Like and follow them. National School Walkout Day, it's there. They did everything. They set the whole thing up. And yet you have this from an MSNBC host named Stephanie Rule. Listen. It is amazing how articulate these kids are. Every time I hear one of them speak, I'm simply blown away. I was just reading a reporter uh, was in Virginia at a school walkout where an 11-year-old had organized that school walkout and handed the reporter a press packet. They are organized, they are articulate, uh, and they are demanding action. This is amazing. Who do you think gave the 11-year-old the press packet? You think the 11-year-old came up with that themselves? You don't think it was the people that organized the Women's March that organized this? Oh, this is so good. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Give me a break. Enough is enough. Now, there were protests and marches all over the country. And there was a march in Washington, D.C. And there were marches everywhere, right? They're just, they're just everywhere. Very peaceful, things like that, right? Well... Students were marching on National Walkout Day in Washington, D.C., and they were marching past the Trump Hotel in Washington, D.C. And you know what these great, civil, young people did, these students? They looked at the Trump Hotel and gave it the finger. Oh, yeah. Kevin Lewis, ABC in, uh, in Washington, D.C., tweeted, some high school students, and he has pictures. Some high school students flipped off the Trump Hotel while marching for gun control in Washington, D.C. today. The crowd of teens then began to chant, F. Trump! F. Trump! Because he's responsible for this, right? Right? Isn't that true? I think he is. Students started chanting, Hey, hey, NRA, how many kids did you kill today? Outside the Trump Hotel in New York City. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. It's all there. And they started the F the NRA tramp, uh, F, NR, F the NRA uh, chance outside of the Trump International Hotel again. Yes. Matter of fact, uh, throw me up over there if you don't mind, Ryan. This is a Good Morning America tweeted this out. It's from ABC News. A New York City student protesting in front of the Trump International Hotel. You ready for this? You ready for this genius right here? Here we go. I am standing up against gun violence because it is not right that we are having to be afraid of our lives saying that somebody would have guns and harm in our own schools when it's supposed to be a safe and educational environment. So you see that we have everybody here standing in front of Trump Tower because we need the President of the United States to know that gun violence is not okay. We need to handle this right now else there will be no assault. Could you understand that? We need the president of the United States to know that gun violence is not okay. Somehow it's Trump's fault. Trump actually gave that young man the guns, apparently. Told him to go shoot up the school. Yes. We need to tell the president that gun violence is not okay. Uh, Again, the FBI needs to be told to do their job. The Broward County Sheriff's Department, do their job. This is all being left behind. All being left out. And what Ryan said, his neighbor had no idea that the FBI got two tips with the actual name of the shooter months before the shooting. And they and we have this, the FBI admitted it. We're looking at how we do things. Uh, they, the FBI person that took the tip of the tip line talked to their superior, 
and their supervisor, and uh, they decided to, to just ignore it, to close the case. That happened. That happened. He did call the FBI on himself, didn't he? Uh, he did. He called the authorities on himself. Said, I'm, on a ba- I'm in a bad way right now. He called the sheriff's department. I'm in a bad way right now. That, but that was him doing it in November uh, of uh, last year. And, and this, again, nobody's talking about this. Nobody's asking about this. Wouldn't it be nice to ask one of the students, do you think this would have happened if the FBI would have done their job? Nothing. Nothing at all. Isn't this crazy? Ugh. In Parkland, students gathered on the football field and embraced and chanted MSD. We want change. Um, they rejected requests from administrators to return to classes. They joined students from a nearby middle school to walk two miles to memorials set up for the victims. It's the most exercise they had all day. Yeah. They don't feel safe going back into school, even though it's a gun-free zone. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 750, we'll continue in 5, KNST AM 792, sounds most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. Yes, hello. It's 8.09. It is your morning ritual. Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. It is... Beer Club for Men Thursday. We meet tonight at 5 at Mr. On's, 5 to 7. I love to see you there. It's going to be a big crowd. Usually is, and uh, we have a good time, and you get to talk with a bunch of people, not just me, a bunch of great people that show up. So it's a lot of fun. There are three things that I think you need to know. Uh, Number one, local high school kids walked out. Tucson schools, Amphi schools, uh, Catalina Foothills schools, University High had students sit and call Martha McSally's office and demand gun control. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me right now? The superintendent of Pima County Schools, Justin Williams, was high-fiving kids so happy that they were walking out to protest. Don't worry about learning. Go out. See ya. Bye-bye. We have, uh, or Ryan has sent an email requesting an interview, so we'll see if that happens. Second thing that I really think you need to know is that the org- the, the uh, National uh, Walkout Day was not some student-run thing. Do you know who organized it? The Women's March organizers. I have the evidence. It's on the same website. It's actually, it says on the top of the webpage, Women's March, and below it, the National Protest. They even admit they wanted you to do it. It's on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Radio. Please like it and follow it so you can see it for yourself. Uh, and it says, Women's March Youth Empower is calling for students, teachers. It's right there. Women's March. They're the ones that did this. And there's nothing in it, by the way, in their message about a moment of silence or just res- doing this to respect and remember and pay tribute and honor to the victims. Nothing about it. It said they put on their, on their website, students and allies are organizing the national school walkout to demand Congress pass legislation to keep us safe from gun violence at our schools on our streets and in our homes and places of worship. That's it. That's it. Uh, so it's it's all set up, man. It's all set up. Man. It's, I mean, nothing brought up again by the FBI and the Broward County Sheriff's Department not doing their job. And if they did, they would have prevented all of this. They would have prevented all of this. Third thing I think you need to know 
And uh, and this is another good one. I hope this I hope this comes to fruition. The Trumpster is being kind of cryptic, but he announced for the second time yesterday we're going to work on uh, tax uh, the tax cuts part two. We have a second part we're doing. Second part coming out. Ooh, I'll take that. Three things I think you need to know. Um, by the way, there's uh, there's alerts coming out about uh, John Kelly might be fired. H.R. McMaster. I'd like to see H.R. McMaster get canned though, because McCain likes him. Anybody McCain likes uh, needs needs to go. Uh, but Trump has come out and said these are false. These are not happening. Blah blah blah. Everything's good. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Right. Um, by the way, if you have any stories and you'd like to share them, I'll get to the New Mexico story in just a second. But if you have any stories that you'd like to share about what happened at your kid's school, please let me know. Uh, Ryan's son goes to Marana. The middle, hang on, the Ryan, the middle school. Um, said they sent him a letter and said what? Marana at the middle school. Ah, uh, they're not going to allow kids to leave campus for their safety. Yep, and uh, it just wasn't safe. Yep. and liability as and well. And liability. So they said no. Um, I don't. It's one thing I, I I've been sent all kinds of information about how they were all in support of it at the Amphi schools, obviously Tucson schools, you name it. Um, but Marana, I have not received anything that they were backing it. And your son was in a stats class, needed to take a test at the high school. At now. the high school. At the high school. This is your other son at the high school. Uh, he's your favorites. I'm just kidding. So he is. Uh, he's taking the test, and every student stayed to take the test. And then once the te- one girl finished the test, got up, walked out. Everybody else stayed. That's right. Exactly. Did she get in trouble? I wonder. I don't think so. I mean, because it, it was. A Did school... he save a lot of kids? Did he even know if any any kids walked out besides her? A lot of well, not out of his class specifically. The rest of the kids stayed and took their tests, and after they were done, they stayed. But the rest of the, of the majority of the school did walk out and they did. do their thing. Yeah. Okay. So that happened there. I got a text from a friend of mine. Uh, her middle school child did not walk out. So again, I would love to find out and love to hear your stories. And I did get a, a, a message from uh, someone that I know, which is why they sent me a message. Uh, their child goes to uh, Basis, Basis North. And at Basis North, get the, I was shocked at this. You know, people want to send their kids to basis so they get the cool stickers on the back of the car. My kid goes to basis, and your kid's dumb. It will never make it in life. Anyway, <laughs> what is, <laughs> is your kid going to basis? Heck no. I want my kid to have a normal life. Uh, no offense. Listen, I'm sure it's for some kids. I don't think it's for all. It'd be what it'd be. As you can tell, I did not go to basis because I say it'd be what it'd be. We can tell. Uh-huh. Anyway. Um, I get this. My, my kids go to basis North. My daughter told me two state reps went to the school for 17 minutes of silence and it turned into two hours of anti gun and NRA protests. Kids were marching around the school with their signs and they had a Trump pinata. This is the first I'm hearing about this. Um, and I, I have no reason to doubt this person. A Trump pinata? Does your kid go to Basis North? Did you hear anything about a Trump pinata at Basis North? Were they bashing the Trump pinata? I said, did they bash it? She said, my, my daughter doesn't know. So if you know something about that, 880-KNST, 880-5678. And um, you could also tweet me at Garrett Lewis. I, a lot of people are apprehensive about talking publicly because they don't want their kids to get punished. Or And it's sad, right? Um... It's very sad. However, uh, I think it needs to be talked about. It needs to be exposed. But I get the fact that nobody... It's sad that people are afraid that their kid's going to face backlash for just simply 
saying what actually happened. Oh, I'd love to see that happen. Oh, well, you will see a very mad parent. I gar- I know, but I, I guess, you know, the parents want to put their kids through it. And I, I uh, Coronado, I'm getting this. Coronado uh, K through eight principal uh, Ger- uh, Ger- what is this Gerard? What is this person's name? No, Gerard it's his- Butler. No, but G E R A D Jared Jared. That's how you spell Jared, Jared Ball. Anyway, he sent a letter home, and I'm just getting this now. Uh, there were middle school students. They expressed their desire to participate in the walkout. And he writes, students have the right to reasonably demonstrate under the protection of the Supreme Court. And he, he names the case. And by public schools support students' rights to express their views and opinions in a manner that's respectful, safe, and empowering. All this stuff, right? Uh, so if middle school students participate, they must congregate in campus. So they get put down the, the, the rules. They put down the rules. Uh, however, this person who's a friend of mine said that apparently the there was a call from the superintendent of Amphi Schools saying how proud they were of all the kids. So it's not just the Pima County superintendent of schools. Dustin Williams is high-fiving the kids. Now you have the superintendent of Amphi Schools who is so proud of the kids for walking. What did they do? What did they accomplish? What, what the hell ever happened to teaching the kids? I mean, again, current events. This is current events. When I went to school, we had current events. And this would be a great teachable moment to talk about the Second Amendment, because I guarantee none of the kids know about the Second Amendment. They have no idea why the Founding Fathers put in there the right to bear arms. Would this be a great time to teach them about that instead of having them go out and do nothing? They just wanted to leave the, the class. If anytime they could get out of class and listen to some teacher drone on about something, they'll do it. I mean, the teachers already drawn on about math and science and, yeah. and any kid. Mo- most kids like will do whatever they can to yeah. get out of class. I yes. would have done anything to get. Oh yeah, I support that too. Let's get out of here. Let's get out. Bye. I mean, it's 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 just beyond dumb. And then you have these superintendents. We're so excited. You know what? Honestly, these superintendents, Dustin Williams, the Pima County superintendent of schools, uh, Gabriel Trujillo, the two USD superintendent. They're all failures. Amphi, all failures. You're supposed to teach kids and, and teach them how to critically think and hope they critically think and encourage that. And he did none of it. None of it. Failures. Go resign. Go get a job doing something else. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Um, oh, yeah, and I got another one, another buddy of mine. Yep. Not only, oh, yeah, it was a call from the superintendent at Amphi Schools. Hey, if you could send the calls to me, let me know. I'd like to play it on the air. A recorded call. The, the superintendent of Amphi, i got to find out who the hell that is. The superintendent of Amphi Schools sent a recorded call to all parents around 5 o'clock last night to state how proud, how proud this person was of all the kids that went out and protested. And I'm just shocked, again, that they would let the kids leave the school, which is a gun-free zone. That's the safest place, right? A gun-free zone? Bren, welcome to KNST. Hello. Is this Hi, Bre- Garrett. Bren? I'm glad to be on finally. I've called a lot, but never got the chance to speak to you. Yeah, my daughter, she goes to uh, Sonora Science Academy at Davis-Moth Air Force Base. Okay. 
And uh, she used to go to Paces Tucson North, but we pulled her out of there because it was just too too weird. Uh, but she has friends there, and I'm going to ask her to text them to find out about that Trump pinata. Yes. Uh, but uh, her school uh, principal uh, warned them in an email um, to the parents that uh, they were allowed 17 minutes to go to the basketball court and that if they did anything else, they would uh, have, you know, face repercussions. Uh, my daughter did not participate. She stayed in, in class and studied. Good for her. Did, how many of the kids, did? was she like one of a few, the only one? How many actually stayed in class with her? Five kids left their class out of 30. Wow, so 25 stayed. Yeah. I am honestly shocked at that because, you know, I don't think these kids are anti. I don't even think these kids know what they are. But I would think that most kids would say, this is a chance I have to leave. Let's get the hell out of here. And they didn't Every do morning it. I drive her to school. I, we listen to you or 1030, so she, she's a, a diehard Republican and uh, um, a Second Amendment advocate. Wow, she's a bright kid. Miss, she's listen. 15 and she's, she's there. I didn't know any of this stuff when I was 15. I knew hockey stats. I knew who was drafted one round in the NHL. So good for you, uh, man. I, it's a different world now, I, though. I, how do I uh, get the information to you about that piñata? Um, you can call back to, or you could even, uh, you can email me. It's just my name, uh, Garrett at KNST.com, two R's, one T, or I'm not going to get it. And on top of that, Ryan is going to, uh, Ryan's going to talk to you off the air. But yeah, I'd love to find out, uh, what happened with the details of that pinata. Okay. Hang on for me. Okay. Definitely. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for listening and, and for your daughter as well. You know, we got some retirees in Saddlebrook listening. We have teenagers, everything in between because it's a freaking fun show. All right, let's go to Ben. Ben, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, good morning. I uh, I wanted to fill you in. I'm a teacher with TUSD, okay. and basically, at least at our school, we had a 17-minute assembly for middle schoolers, and we talked about the students and the, the three adults that, that died and had a moment of silence and talking about treating each other better. And then all day in my, my class, I'm a social studies teacher, we discussed the events, and I had kids just ask questions about they wanted to know uh, it ranged anything from, you know, how did he get a gun to, um, you know, how did he get on campus, everything like that. So, you know, I filled them in, and we talked about gun rights. We talked about the Second Amendment. And uh, as you mentioned, we've used it as a learning experience. You know what? Thank God for that. I don't think a lot of pe- a lot of teachers have. I mean, the fact that the superintendents were excited, high-fiving, proud, all this. I mean, give me a break. This is just insane to me. They should be proud that students actually learn, you know? And you took the time to do it. I don't mind. I don't, you know, what? if they want to actually have a 17-minute moment, moment of silence for the victims, that's what it was supposed to be about. But it got turned into, that was the original idea, and they did that on purpose, these women march organizers, because they wanted, they knew they could turn it into a gun control situation, which is exactly what it was. Yeah, so, and so I made sure that I gave a quite a bit different narrative than what they're hearing, and they're all really surprised to hear what happened and how the, the you know, the sheriff's department had been called 40-plus times and multiple reports. The kid called himself in in October or December, I yep. forget which month it was. Yep. You know, and, and that, you know, they dropped the ball. You know, I made sure that they knew this. Wow. So I, and none of this, do, what, and can, I te- can I ask what grade, or I don't want to out you? That's fine. I teach sixth grade. Sixth grade. So listen, I was, when I was in sixth grade, I didn't follow the news. But they were familiar with the shooting, right? And I'm sure a lot of them wanted to blame guns and were calling for gun control because they've been hearing that nonstop. So, yeah, and I, you know, so, so the thing I did is I, 
Uh, one of the, the guy who ran it called it an assault rifle. I said, there's no such thing as an assault rifle. There's either automatic, semi-automatic, or bolt action. Mm-hmm. And so I said, if I sit on my stool here and I get off and bang somebody in the head with it, is it an assault stool? And they laughed. They said, no. And I said, well, then why is it an assault weapon? Because who's doing the assault? They said, well, the person is. And I said, well, you're taking a, a term that applies to a person, and now you're applying it to an object. You can't do that. Good for you, man. You're restoring my faith. So once you gave the students facts, you didn't indoctrinate them. You simply gave them facts. Yeah. They were shocked. Did any change their mind? Uh, you see the the enlightened look on their faces? Um, they're, they're pretty open-minded with what I've, I've got to say. I've always tried keeping things very equal. I mean, I may have my own political slant, but I've always tried keeping things you know, down the middle and just give them the truth. And uh, they seem to appreciate that, and they, they get it. They understand that people do things to each other, not things. That's awesome. Any other teachers do what you did that you know? Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> oh, and there you go. You just shoot me right back down to reality. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> dude, thank, listen, Ben, thank you for being a great teacher and, and telling yeah. that story. I really appreciate it. Have a great day, man. Thanks for checking in. Yeah, later on. Take care. Good for him, man. It's the kind of person that should be leading a school. 825. I'll get to the story about what, uh, what also happened in New Mexico. Uh, because that's a big deal, too. There's so much we need to get. I, you saw the prep, Ryan. There's so okay. much stuff. But this is so compelling, and there's so much information to talk about and to get to. Uh, and we'll let you know if this Dustin Williams ever gets back to us. We'll get to the story about New Mexico and some more sound bites because these students were just out of their mind, out of their mind. Um, and they're being brainwashed. They're being used, and it's really sad. We'll continue. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Immigrants who come to this country, the vast majority, irrespective of their legal status, are very hardworking, law-abiding residents right, who pay their taxes oh, yeah. every year. Oh, yeah. And the reality is, with the executive order and the criteria that has been developed, any individual, I can tell you half of my family, would be eligible for deportation under the executive order. Because if they got a false social security card, if they got a false identification, if they got a false driver's license prior to us passing AB60, if they got a false green card, and anyone who has family members, you know, who are undocumented knows that almost entirely everybody has secured some sort of false identification. That's what you need to survive, mm. to work. Yeah, it's accepted. They are eligible for massive deportation. So the reality is this has been politicized. Wow. This has been polarized to a degree unlike anything we've ever seen before. Half his family is here illegally. And he's, he's, he's justifying their stealing of IDs, stealing someone else's identification. Well, this same guy, and that was last, was it last year? I think it was, it was some point last year he said that. Maybe even two years ago, who knows, right? Well, this is a story from Breitbart. This same Senate president... In California, he's the Senate president of the California legislature. Uh, he's Senate pro- president pro tem, Kevin DeLeon. He appointed somebody named Lisbeth Mateo to the California Student Opportunity and Access Program Project Grand Advisory Committee, blah, 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 blah. She's an attorney. She's born in Mexico. And she's also here illegally. She came here at the 14 with her parents, who were also illegal aliens. So an illegal alien has been appointed to a state office in California. Wow. Wow. 
Uh, she said on, on Twitter to thank you to this guy, Kevin DeLeon, for appointing me. I look forward to working with the rest of the committee and the Student Aid Commission to increase the accessibility of post-secondary education opportunities for low-income students. She's here illegally. She complained illegal aliens are not adequately represented in state government. Are you freaking kidding? She's a lawyer. Hey, we're just not represented because you're here illegally. Quote, while undocumented students have become more visible in our state, they remain underrepresented in places where decisions that affect them are being made. Holy crap. Wow. By the way, DeLeon is running against, he's challenged, Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein. He's challenged her. Dianne Feinstein. She's not left enough. They need an extreme leftist fool that doesn't believe in borders. That's what California has become. By the way, in a Facebook post in 2016, this illegal alien that's now been, who's a lawyer now, who has now been uh, appointed to uh, a state office, let her true feelings come out. You ready for this? You ready? She declared in Spanish on Facebook, everything is dedicated to, is it Oaxaca? OA. Oaxaca. Oaxaca. Everything is dedicated to Oaxaca, Mexico. To that land I miss so much. So you come here illegally. She has a big Mexican flag. It's, I guess, when she graduated. And it's all for Mexico. Well, go back. What's keeping you here? You want to know why? Because they're trying to change everything about America. Everything. And I hope Trump keeps the the heat on, and I hope those I hope there are a bunch of Republicans that are enough stones to defund states like California, and I have very little faith that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, This is not the first time, though. In 2015, City Council of Huntington Park, California, appointed two illegal aliens to the city commissions, and that started a a public backlash, so they backed off from that. But this is incredible. Incredible. Watch California put this guy in office instead of the dinosaur Dianne Feinstein. California just needs to go. It just needs to go. Uh, now, let's... I'm running short on time, but let, okay, let's talk about uh, New Mexico. Did you hear about this story, what happened in New Mexico? Um, it's from the Durango Herald. I No, I didn't hear about this. Aztec High School plans different action over gun violence. Three months ago, there were two students killed. Did you know about that? Nope. <clears throat> It says here, while students across the country plan walkouts to protest gun violence, teens at a New Mexico high school still reeling from a deadly shooting in December have organized a walk up to help unify a rural campus with varied ideas about school safety. Students asked administrators if they could gather around the flagpole Wednesday to honor the 21 students killed in recent months in school shootings, 17 in Florida, two in Kentucky, two of their own. They kicked off a campaign centered on 21 pledges. They try to engage students and bolster school safety in a rural community where some are pushing to arm willing teachers. The principal said that the Aztec, that's what they are, uh, is, they're still recovering. So student leaders wanted to avoid a contentious debate. They don't want anything political. So the bulk of the students at Aztec High don't want the discussion to, revol- to revolve around politics, but positive actions to make the campus safer. That includes reaching out to students who are alone, making it a point to make new friends, talking with their families, and even writing their congressional representatives. 
The students want to feel empowered, but they did not want to feel like it was their only option to walk off campus, the principal said. He said it was the kids who asked for something. That's not political. Our kids sit on both ends of the spectrum, and we have a diverse community when it comes to gun rights and gun control. How about that? They want to concentrate on school safety. And they're having a different kind of protest. And it got zero media coverage because it doesn't fit the narrative they want you to know. Yeah. You want to know why teachers need to have weapons? It says here supporters are circulating a petition to allow teachers to have concealed weapons. And they've had a they've held a few rallies. One of the teachers, Cynthia Mortensen, an English teacher was locked in her classroom with her students during the December 7th shooting. They were grabbing books, scissors, rulers, whatever they could find to use as a weapon against the gunman. Rulers. Fighting a gunman with rulers. You know who probably thought that was a good idea? Rachel Sedgwick. Rulers. Do you, I mean, why would you ever want to be okay with letting someone have to deal with that? And I know there was a story yesterday somewhere in California. Some teacher shot a gun in class. He was trying to... Why did he have it? He was holding it up in the air, pointing it in the air, and it accidentally went off. He triggered it, and it hit the ceiling, and a fragment hit a student. They didn't have to go to the hospital or anything. It's bad. This is why you can't have that. Was that person trained? Were they trained? Obviously not if they did that. Why did he have the gun out in school showing the students? You don't do that. I'm talking concealed. You take it out when a gunman is there. Anyway, we'll continue. I have more, including what happened in another Tucson high school. You wait till you hear this. Oh, man. We'll get to that at 910. AM 790 Tucson's most Stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word CASH to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHAR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's CASH to 200-200. Oh, man. 908, Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. How you doing? It's Thursday. It is Beer Club for Men Thursday on the Ides of March. KNSTAM 792 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Now, there are three things I think you need to know. And these are very, very, very important things. That's why I'm telling you them. Uh, there were some walkouts across the country and, of course, here locally. School protests, school walkouts. The Pima County superintendent was high-fiving students as they left. Yeah, left the campus. Isn't that nice? Walk out. Here you go. High-five. Put in a uh, interview request for him. Talk about that. Uh, TUSD, University High students were calling, the University High had students call Martha McSally's office and demand gun control. Really? I thought it was about the 17 students, 17, 17 people that were killed, uh, and 17 minutes of silence, you go back to school. I thought that, no, is that not what it was? I have a, uh, a, I sent an email also to the TUSD superintendent to find out if he can come on the show as well. We'll see what they say. Um, I have more stories about what what happened at TUSD schools coming up. Second thing I think you need to know, the whole thing was organized, and nobody's talking about it. It was organized by the same people that organized the Women's March. This is all contrived, all fake, all phony, all planned to cause chaos, division, try to gain power, and try to get you to come to their side emotionally. I don't think it's working, do you? I'm just, I have the proof of that, by the way. It's on their website. It's on my Facebook page. I put a link to it. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow it. And on Twitter at Garrett Lewis there. See it. It's all there for you. Third thing I think you need to know, Trump talking about tax cuts part two. Tax cuts part two. How about that? What does that entail? What does that mean? We'll find out. More uh, deals on investment, things like that. We'll see. We shall see. 
Um, those are three things I think you need to know. Now, before I get to uh, the phones real quick, I'm getting messages from uh, people at different uh, kids go to different schools. Sal Point. Sal Point. Um, a very disappointed parent in Sal Point. This person's um, <clears throat> uh, children go to Sal Point. And um, it says here, let me just make sure I get this, the whole thing. Yes. Uh, Sal Point also participated in the walkout. The principal did not speak out against it. And even teachers at Sal Point Catholic High School here in Tucson, even teachers participated in the protest. And this uh, parent wrote, wrote me to say that this parent is very disappointed in the school leadership. I'm telling you, man. Now let's go back to Tucson schools real fast. Um, friend of mine said his oldest, a senior, decided to get a couple of kids together in his AP government class. AP government class. The Tucson school. He decided to get a couple of kids together in his AP government class to speak with some other kids in defense of the Second Amendment. And he writes, they were told they could walk out to support gun control. Gun con- Not even just to say, all right, we are honoring the 17 victims, right? No, 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 none of that. Teacher said, AP government, you can walk out and support this gun control uh, protest. Right. Um, He asked his government teacher if he could instead lead something in support of the Second Amendment. He and a group of friends pulled something together and they pulled some kids together to educate them on the Second Amendment and the government. And the teacher told them he would like for them to do this in his classroom. Really? He would like for them to do this in this in his classroom. Because he was worried what would happen to the kids if the principal found out what they were doing. Let me make sure I'm reading this correctly. This is a text. There's no punctuation. You know who you are. You're listening. You sent me this. So apparently, uh, again, he asked his government teacher if he could lead something in support of the Second Amendment that he and a group of friends pulling some other kids together to educate them on the Second Amendment. And the teacher told them he'd like for them to do this in his classroom because he's worried what would happen to the kids if the principal found out what they were doing. They found out they were, instead of, principal's cool with them protesting and calling for gun control, but if you talk about why the Second Amendment is good, right? You know what, uh, you know what uh, would have happened? He would probably got in trouble, and that's sad. I thought you're supposed to have free expression, right? Learn about things, open opinions, inclusive, diverse. So I, I responded back, I said, did the teacher let your son do this? And then why didn't the teacher teach this? And I'm assuming it's yes, he didn't answer that, but he said the teacher told my son he has been pressured not to teach it, not to teach about the Second Amendment in today's politically charged environment. Believe that? It's in the frigging Bill of Rights. It's actual history. And the teacher was pressured at a Tucson school, a Tucson high school, to not teach about the Second Amendment because of today's politically charged environment incredible 880 knst 880 if you 
If you want to talk about your kid's experience or your experience, you are more than welcome. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Ryan, you got a call about the Lehman schools? Uh, yes, they did not uh, do any walkout or observe any marches or anything. They stayed in class and, and had class. And in class. What a shock. Well, good for them. Hang on. If you remember, um, last year there was a, we had a great lady uh, who legally came here from Iraq, lived under the Saddam Hussein regime. She talked about it all. She originally came on the show because her daughter uh, was subjected in Tucson, uh, Tucson High uh, to assemblies where they were brainwashed and indoctrinated about DACA being great, and they should support it. So she came on the show to talk about that, and we talked about what life was like under Saddam Hussein. And this lady, actually, she's on the phone. We're going to get to her in a second. She's also going to be at the beer club, I believe, tonight. She wants to hang out with uh, Nadia, who is uh, who's the one in charge of the Tucson Trump mega meetup group. They'll be there, too, at Mr. Ron's tonight for the beer club. Five to seven, Oracle and Rudical again. Oracle and Rudical again at Mr. Ron's. And I apologize. I have a... Uh, I have a... Uh, a, a cough drop because somehow yesterday, I don't know about you, just driving my windows open because it was great weather, I somehow, allergies are so bad out there that I, I just started, my throat started hurting. Before I even talked to the great people at Saddlebrook and had a, had a great time. So my throat is literally hurting me a lot. Uh, I'm on some medicine and I'm trying to fend off a cold thanks to these stupid allergies. So if you could put up with me doing this, I would greatly appreciate it. I'm still going to go to Mr. Mr. Ons, okay? Still going to go to Mr. Ron's. I hope to see you there. Uh, Lane is that great lady. Lane, how are you doing? Long time no speak. Hi, how are you? Excellent, excellent. So you are you going to go to Mr. Ron's tonight to hang out with the Trump mega group yes, people and everything? Yes, would, would, would enjoy it very much. Uh, Looking forward to I, it. I can't wait to see you again. Fantastic. So what what's Me going too. on? Uh, my youngest daughter goes to Bases North. Okay. And um, she said it was, uh, they basically uh, stayed in class. Those who wanted to go out and participate, they were allowed to do that. And they had, I think, about 12 kids go out. The others stay in class. The first one, the teacher just asked them their opinion to the students. And uh, then the second class, the history teacher continued with lecture, also asked those who wanted to go out, they are welcome to do that. My kids stayed in class. She thought it would be rude to go in the middle of a lecture, and um, she said that was it. And I asked her, did you see any Trump piñata or heard about that? And she said, no, I didn't. Okay, because, again, if people are just tuning in, uh, I was told by someone that I know, and I know they wouldn't lie about this, but uh, their daughter goes to basis. And again, let me just read the exact uh, thing that was that was said to me about this. Bear with me for one second, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, uh, this person said, uh, "Yeah, their child goes to basis." And da, 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 da. hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, I just want to get I get this right. Um, that two state representatives went to the school is what this person told me. And they went for the seventeen minute, minute moment of silence, and it turned into two hours of anti-gun and NRA protest talk. Kids marching around the school with signs. Now, your daughter stayed in class. Did she hear about yes, this? Did for she... both. Okay, so for so both classes. Okay, so did she hear about this though, or or, or, or is this wrong? Or no, didn't hear. Uh, no, it? she just uh, when I asked her, "Did you hear any of this?" She said, "No, I didn't hear anything like that." Oh wow. Okay. But but again, she stayed in class, yeah. and it was very simple. Just he asked their opinions. They went over it. And then the second teacher pretty much just did her lecture 
but gave them the choice if they wanted to leave. And she said that's really all she, she knew. Okay. So you you grew up in Iraq under the Saddam Hussein regime, and you talked in great detail. I'll never be able to forget it. In great detail about what it was like, and uh, his awful evil sons, Uday and Kuse, would go to nightclubs and teen clubs, and you'd go to those same ones. And if uh, he wanted to do one of those two pieces of garbage, wanted to go talk to somebody's girlfriend, they'd just go over and shoot the boyfriend in the head. If they went, when I was 14 years old, I was in the club, and it's a kid's uh, um, disco. Mm-hmm. It's just for underage kids that you go and you hang out. And he would come. He was older than us. And he looked at this girl. The boyfriend had a problem. He grabbed his gun and shot the guy right in front of us. And I was 14 years old. We were shocked. I, I mean, he's he. it was all kinds of stuff. He would carry guns around with his bodyguards. He would come. If you look at him the wrong way, he didn't like. He was in a bad mood. He can shoot you. No consequences for his actions. And nobody in Iraq could carry guns unless they were Saddam's family or the military, right? Well, uh, the the their people walked around all the time with machine guns. Um, in where I grew up in the capital, you never really you couldn't go to the club and carry your gun like they did. But in the farms and places like that, farmers always carried guns on because they went hunting, things like that. But okay. in the capital, it was a little bit different for us. So, so he can grab a gun and shoot you if he didn't like it, but you didn't have that right. It was pretty much uh, the right or a way of controlling the population is by his people carrying guns and weapons. and so the They bad, had privileges yeah. that no one else did. So the bad guys were able to have guns, but the good guys couldn't. Yeah, and I think uh, sometimes it's exactly what's going to happen now with the gun control. The bad guys will still end up getting guns, and the good people wouldn't be able to defend themselves. Because mm-hmm. when you ban the guns, yeah, opinion. exactly, because bad people do not follow laws. That's yeah, just they can get to. guns illegally, but then what happens to the good ones who want to go the legal way and just defend themselves? Yeah. So you're you're here legally from Iraq, and uh, yes. and you love this country. Um, yes. I mean, what? So, what's your reaction when uh, when you hear people try to figure out what they should do for schools, and some people calling for gun control and banning this and banning that, which will not make the schools well, safer? My opinion: it would be great to allow those teachers who want to carry gun and get proper training to have it. Um, this way, it, it, I have a friend of mine who said that they have a sign saying, "My house is armed." Mm-hmm. So if you come and be prepared, he said no one's going to mess with you because they are not going to take that chance. But if you announce and you say this is a gun-free zone, guns, then all these crazy and and I've learned something growing up: the bullies are chicken people. Mm-hmm. Are sca- they love to bully everyone else only when they are in the power position, but then they are terrified in other ways. So yep. I doubt these bullies will want to go into the schools knowing that there are random teachers who you don't know who it could be that can come back at him and he may lose his life. He's exactly. not going to want to take a chance. Exactly. So you'd be all for it. You'd be okay if a teacher chose to do this. And, and honestly, it could be just one teacher at a school. So it's not I, an official gun-free zone, and nobody would know. It could be 10 teachers, it could be 100 staff members, it could be one. Nobody knows, and I believe yeah, that would probably you, deter. Yeah, are you going to take the chance to go in knowing that they can shoot you down? Mm-hmm. You'll think twice about it. You're not going to 
if, if you're going for the glory and the name and the publicity and all that, you'll think twice about it. Exactly. And I want my kids to be safe in school. And it's the best way. If you put a sheriff or a person, then they'll have to be there. They can't be there at all places at all times. But if you train our teachers, then they can defend our kids at all times while they're still doing their jobs. Yep. Wow. Uh, incredible stuff. Listen, uh, it's great to get your perspective because uh, this is the this is the problem. We have uh, people that are going through our own education system that don't know anything about the Second Amendment, why it's here. Uh, teachers are being intimidated in all different school districts, especially the Tucson School District, to not teach facts. If you teach the fact about a Second Amendment, teachers are afraid they're going to get in trouble. And this is incredible to me. If kids knew the facts, they knew what was going on, they'd get it. And it's, you know, people don't realize how good it is. And we've talked about that when you were on the show last time, how great it is here. Uh, and after hearing what you had to grow up with, I mean, it's just, it's night and day. Nobody would ever complain about this country. Yeah. So. And can I say something, please? Sure. Um, I feel um, freedom of speech is a one-way street. We, you, you're free to speak if you want to go and control guns. But you don't have freedom of the speech if you want it a wall to protect our country, if we wanted guns to protect ourselves, that's not freedom of speech. That's unacceptable. So I feel it should be a two-way street. Yeah, it should be. Students should be allowed to express their opinion either way and be respected in a civilized way. It should be, but it's never that way. I mean, I have a story that I'm looking at right now we'll get to. A student actually had a sign uh, at, at, uh, I'll find out what school this is. Um... They had a sign holding up a sign pro Second Amendment, and you know what happened to this student? Apparently, they were escorted I, to the police car. Yeah, it's like my, the it's my, like the First Amendment's not even existing now. Yes, my my kids struggle in some ways um, because we are a minority in our opinion. Yeah, and you it's, get and you get lambent. You know, it's like outside of the school, outside of certain things, we could say things. We could say things and not worry about it. But teachers, students. They're afraid to say stuff, and then they get belittled, they get intimidated, and, it, and they get shouted down. It's, it's just not right. It's just, and that's the thing. Nobody at TUSD cares. I tell the school board members. Uh, I'd love to tell the uh, the superintendent face to face, and they'll they'll say one thing and not really mean it. Oh, we don't we don't want that to happen. Well, they do something about it. I have teachers from different school districts that show up at every beer club for men that I do, telling me about how they can't say anything and how bad it is. And if they do say something, people complain. They call them hateful. Everything. It's 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 really it's pathetic. It's it's like it's like going back to like the Nazi regime when you had to whisper and you couldn't say things out of fear of retaliation. It it's I feel that way many times. It's, oh, it's, it's very terrible. true. Terrible. Hey, listen. Uh, if uh, Thank I, you I, so I, much. I, I hope to see you tonight. I'm getting emails from people and tweets. They'd love to Thank meet you, you tonight. So we'll see you tonight. Okay. I look forward to it. Take, Take care. care. Bye. 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 Rockstar. Uh, she should be, no, don't hold it against her. She doesn't go. Who knows what happens with the family, but man, oh man, oh man. Um, she'll be at Mr. Ons tonight. Lane will. Along with Nadi and the whole Trump group. And it's going to be a big crowd, big crowd, big, huge, biggest one ever. Large, huge, huge or huge, huge. That's true. We'll get to these stories about a, a student protester, uh, escorted from the school. We'll get back to the uh, sound bites of these maniac kids, these stupid kids. I'm sorry, they're just ignorant. They're ignorant. I'll say ignorant. Things that they say are just unbelievable. Um, and on top of that, uh, a student assaulted for having a Trump 
Trump flag. Guess what happened to the person that did the assaulting? We'll get to that. Coming up, KNST AM seven ninety two sounds most stimulating talk. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. We mm-hmm. we we are wanting to make it so you can't buy a gun until you're twenty one, but you you can dictate gun policy at fifteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is ridiculous, and, and just blaming the NRA. They they were chanting yesterday, "Hey hey NRA, how many kids would be killed today?" Yep. Well, zero. And how many mass shootings have been done by NRA members? Zero. You know, you talk about grassroots. This, like you said earlier, this was all paid for by the Women's March people. Uh, they didn't charter their own buses and print their own T-shirts and make their own signs. They didn't do any of that. All this stuff was bought and paid for, yep. for by leftist groups. Yes. And the NRA is grassroots. It's, it's the epitome of grassroots. You're a member. I'm a member. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's that's what grassroots is. But my question back to the students that are chanting that, that, hey, hey, NRA, how many kids have you killed today? My question is, how many kids have you bullied this year? How many kids have you alienated this year? How many kids have you made feel so bad about themselves that they hurt themselves or they come to school with a gun to shoot you? That's the question that needs to be asked back to these little brats because they're wanting to take away my Second Amendment rights when they're part of the problem. Let's be honest. I mean, it, all, all these kids that come to school and shoot up a school, the, the few things they have in common is they don't have dads, one. They get bullied, two. They feel alienated, three. I mean, they, and they're usually on psychotropic drugs, four. So I, I'm just tired of the default to be blame the gun owners. Guns, blame guns, the guns, legal guns. gun owners. I know. Listen, listen. It's, you know, you look at what happened. It's not even just, you talk about bullies. And, and I'll bring up this story real quick. I don't know if you heard it. I did it a while ago on the show. In Minneapolis... Um, there was a student that was part of the walkout. Well, everybody else walked out. He's like, you know what? I'm bringing a Trump, bringing a Trump flag. So he brings a Trump flag, right? Brings it to school, and he's carrying it. And what happens? He gets assaulted. Right. This is from the CBS station. Uh, Trump was on the outside, was on the flag. He carried it. Uh, police say an altercation happened while the students were outside of the building during the national school walkout. Now listen to this. As students were observing a moment of silence, two students confronted the flag-bearing student across the street from the campus. Then six other students joined in the confrontation, took away his flag, damaged his camera, inflicted minor injuries. Police said a school resource officer intervened, investigating, but you know what? Guess what? No charges. No arrests. Of course not. You know, that's no, just how it works. zero tolerance on bullying. Of course. Yeah. I only yeah, bully, oh, but, 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 you know, somebody carried a Trump flag, they deserve to be bullied. You know, that's what has to happen. They deserve it. Needs to happen. But- the, the the simple fact is this this whole issue of of school shootings is very complex, and you look at all the areas where government failed mm-hmm. the people of Florida, from from the FBI multiple times, from the the coward county sheriff uh, and his coward mm-hmm. deputies uh, multiple times, to the simple fact that Eric Holder and and Barack Obama didn't want. High schools to report crimes by yep. minorities, so they came up with this. I forgot what it's called. Uh, yeah, the the pipeline, the the yeah. uh, the pipeline from the school to the prison. Yeah, right, right, yeah. So to combat that, their idea is utopia. Let's just have schools not report the crimes. Let's just have schools not call the police. If the schools would have called the police every time they should have, and the police would have done their job. Well, again, the police visited. Would have never the, yeah, gotten a gun. Yeah, the police visited the kid forty-three times. The sheriff's department yeah, forty-three times. I mean, this is what everybody you know we know it, and the media is hiding it. And instead, they interview these dopey kids that don't know anything, 
as right. if they're the ex. I know. I'm with you, dude. I yeah, think. And, and, what I'm hoping is that a lot of frustrating. If you look at the eight years of Obama, yeah, I read this the other day. There's some like forty-eight thousand gun uh, gun charges levied, right? Mm-hmm. Prosecuted and actually convicted for yeah, four. Yeah, four people. Yeah, there you go. Forty-four dude. out of forty-eight thousand. And why do they? They always drop it. And honestly, why do they drop it? Because it's minorities. They they don't want the numbers to look skewed. They're trying to make it fair. Yeah. They're trying to make it fair, and that that's all they're trying to do. You know, yeah, it's all there. And thank you, Dominic. I'm running short on time. I got eight to news. Uh, but everybody's forget the media is purposely not bringing up all the times the FBI and the Broward County Sheriff's Office dropped the ball. It's not about guns. It's about them screwing up their job, and that's why this happened. Nine thirty-seven. We'll continue. We've got more sound bites for you from these students. Wait till you hear them. Here's Fox. Nine forty-five. I am late. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Uh, here locally, I put out an uh, interview request to the Pima County Superintendent of Schools, Dustin Williams, to ask him why he was high-fiving kids and so happy they were walking out of class to protest. We'll see if we get something back. Uh, that happened. Tucson High, uh, Tucson Superintendent. And Gabriel Trujillo, I put a request out to him as well. Uh, at University High, which is part of TUSD, they had their students calling McSally's office demanding gun laws be changed. Really? So we have the Ampi. They're not going to forget about you. Their superintendent sent out a recording at 5 o'clock yesterday about how proud he was of his kids protesting. Oh, yeah. Second thing that I think you need to know. Uh, nationally, the protests, and they were here done locally, they were all organized by the Women's March people. It's on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Radio. It is not grassroots. It is not natural. It was all AstroTurf, all done. And the media, they wanted to push that narrative that it was real. They were, They worked together. Third thing I think you need to know, get this. So uh, Connor Lamb, the Democrat, beat the Republican in Pennsylvania, but now we're hearing of shenanigans. Washington Free Beacon has a story that uh, there are now investigation sources, a Republican source saying, we are investigating three instances and likely to file a court action on them that uh, when people voted one way, it did the opposite. Oh, yeah. There are still absentee ballots, provisional ballots that haven't been tabulated. I mean, it's not done yet. But Republicans are already repairing, uh, preparing for a recount. Among the listed concerns are miscalibrated voting machines in Allegheny County. It's the only county of four in the district that went for Lamb. That's according to the Republican source. He said there have been many reports of voters who intended to vote for Saccone. They hit Saccone and it ended up casting a ballot for Lamb, the Democrat. On top of that, Republicans say their attorneys were ejected from polling sites as the absentee ballots were still being counted. Oh. And then there was confusion caused by the Pennsylvania Secretary of State website directing people to go to the wrong polling locations. Uh, This is just shady. Shady, shady, shady stuff. So there's that. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, I will be at the beer club tonight, 5 to 7. Mr. Ons, beer club for men. I'm fighting this cold. My throat is killing me. Um, You know what happens. I I just don't... don't, And, you know, it's going to be cold today. It's a soup. You don't feel well, you want soup, right? So I'm going to get some soup, but here's the thing. You know, you want matzo ball soup. It's chicken soup, chicken broth, chicken soup with with matzo balls. But if you can't get that, you have to get the other Jewish soup, which is wonton soup. Wonton soup. That's what I'll be getting. My throat is hurting me. I just got a... uh, I just got an email with pictures. Yes, there is a store in Tucson that sells Trump pinatas. It's called the Pinata Factory. Hmm. 
I got pictures. That's cool. I wonder if that was the same when they had a basis. All right. Anyway, uh, we have that. So I want to play a couple sound bites. Um, first, let's do a flashback. Can we do, I'm going to put something in the, because remember, all these protests, nobody brought up the fact in these protests that the FBI screwed up. I mean, they did. The FBI literally screwed the pooch. So there, there's the Brown County Sheriff's Department screwed the pooch. They all did, right? And I would love to find out from the Tucson superintendent, the Pima County school superintendent, what do you do? How do you, because again, kids left, kids left the school, which is a gun-free zone. That should be the safest place, right? The gun-free zones. As a matter of fact, again, let me just play for you and I'll, I'm going to throw something in a second, Ryan, but let's play the, uh, where's my damn crab? It's the woman from MSNBC talking to the young male students. Um, sorry, I'm, I don't know what happened to my, uh, thank you. I just threw it at you. I know, it's okay. It's pretty awesome. I needed it. It was a good throw. Uh, it is number 11. Raheem Ellis, MSNBC, talking to a male student uh, who walked out somewhere, number 11, uh, about um, how he feels at school. Listen, here we go. I asked this young man um, what his thoughts were about even going back into the school. And what did you say? Um, like, I didn't feel like safe. Like, whenever I get out of school, I feel safer than I am in school. I feel safer when I'm out of school than in school. But the school is the gun-free zone. Outside of school, it's not a gun-free zone. They're being told to do all this, right? So what do you do? And that's why I'd love to find out because the Pima County Superintendent of Schools, Dustin Williams, said desperate times call for desperate measures, high-fiving the kids as they walk out. Oh, yeah, yeah, go do go do Yeah, great. I want you to hear TUSD school board member. I, I, it's, it's in the, the control screen. Rachel Sedgwick, when I asked her, how do you stop someone from bringing a gun to school? It's gun-free zone. You know, if somebody can still bring it. What are you going to do to stop them? This is what she said. How do you stop someone from bringing a gun onto a campus? Well, uh, number one, yeah. you, you say you're not allowed to do that. Mm. And then if they do it, they, they get in trouble. Mm. What if so they do it and shoot a bunch of people? There's a, there's a deterrent effect, right? The law has, has two purposes or, or several purposes. And, and one of them um, is to deter people from, from doing bad things. And so if I say, well, you're not allowed to have a gun here, it doesn't guarantee that there are not going to be any guns there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So how do you, how do you what stop What it does that? is allow me to, to remove you from the scene if you bring a gun. You, yeah, so I'll go up to you without a gun and say, you can't be here. Good luck with that, Rachel. I mean, that was a brilliant statement right there. So I want to hear from the uh, Pima County superintendent on what he would do. How do you keep kids from bringing guns to school? What, what's the best way? We'll see if they get back. You haven't got anything back, have you? No. No? No. Well, there's that. Uh, now, this is a good one, too. You need to hear this. There's a few you need to hear. Um, let's play number 10. Raheem Ellis talking to a girl now. MSNBC. Here we go. This needs to be the last one. And even in the face of some people who say they don't want to give up their guns, they don't want change, what do you say to them? I think unless you can give me a real reason why you need it, you don't. You, you don't need it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a real reason. Mm-hmm. So I just retweeted. Follow me on Twitter at Garrett Lewis so you can see this, okay? This is very important. Uh, I just retweeted something from a, a Twitter handle called Real Red Elephant. Republican. I don't know what school this was, but there was a student walked out without saying a word, peacefully put up a sign. He has a sign, right, at one of the high schools. It said, guns don't kill people, people kill people. He was escorted off the property by the principal. 
He didn't want to go. He said, my First Amendment right. Principal said, you want to go to a police car? On a school campus. Incredible. All right, we'll continue. 953 KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Incredible leaders. I, I think They're the women ones. who've been leading the resistance have been remarkable leaders. And Not I an actual there person. Are, there are mayors, governors, okay, folks so here in Congress. You can't name it. It's the, it's the students. Bro, yeah, okay. Hey, I'll see you tonight at Mr. On's Beer Club for Men meeting. A lot of people are going to be there. A lot to talk about. Oracle and Rudisil from 5 to 7. Rush is next.